Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac on a kind of chilly yeah. um, 31st of March day. The day before April Fool's Day. Yeah, it's fooling us. It's coming a day early, April Fool's. Spring yeah. fooled you. Yeah. yeah, so April Fool's Day is, is tomorrow. Now, obviously, the, this program will probably will drop about the third week of April or something, something like that. But um, we're getting ready for April Fool's Day. And yep. I don't really do any April Fool's jokes yeah. or anything like that. No. Um, you know, it, it is interesting, April Fool's. Um, my oldest stepson was born on April Fool's really? Day. Yeah, his birthday's April 1st or whatever. And um, his dad actually thought it was a joke. That that um, he was being born that day. You know, back then we didn't have cell phones and stuff, and they kept calling his office and saying, "Hey, your wife's in the went to the hospital." Oh yeah, ha ha ha! It's April April Fools. <laughs> he, he, and he he only got there like an hour before Brian was born. By the way, so wow. interesting part, of, interesting thing. You know, April Fools. Sometimes whenever you you know you joke around a whole lot, then um, you know kind of bites you or whatever. Yeah. So. Anyway, now we didn't talk about last program, but we are trying to get Doug Jones on the yep. program. For whatever reason, Doug Jones keeps telling us that he doesn't have anything to say, that nobody cares what he has to say. And you I'm know, not good at it. He's not good at it. Yeah. And so um, please send him an email, djones at org, and let him know that we want Doug on the program. Um, we have been going over half of a year now yeah, yeah. trying to get him on. And I mean, I've... Last time I talked to him, because I just want to talk about it, Craig. So, yeah, it's not a pleasant conversation. Yeah, no. so, so he's burying his talent, though. I'm telling you, he, he needs to start reading the Bible because that's not a good thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. T. Jones Rayma org. If you don't know Doug, he's he's one of our favorite instructors yeah. here at Rayma. He also graduated and the first year Rayma charter class charter class at Rayma. He he lived with my right. grandparents. Um, you know, tra- I've traveled with him when I was a little kid. I mean, I've known Doug for almost all my life. And the guy still won't come on the program, um, you know, just kind of. <laughs> well, we, we're getting ready for him because as I look around <clears throat> Granny's attic, our producer has been working on our decor. And uh, we've got one of Brother Hagen's old pinball machines in here. Yeah. And then I just happened to glance over and there's a walker. A walker? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure. It just caught my eye a moment ago. I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't there last week. And so maybe that's we're preparing for Doug, you know. So everybody, let him, let him. If you know, if he's concerned about coming up here to Granny's attic, tell him they've got a walker for you. And so, <laughs> I have no clue. When the yeah, walker it's came behind on. you there. I just looked up and saw it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they're bringing in some memorabilia, and, and it is true. We we do have Brother Higgins pinball machine. Yeah, that's right. Um, right here, and we're actually restoring it. It's some, having some issues. Of, and so we're going to get it here working. Here People on. thinking, you mean Brother Hagin played pinball. Yeah. yeah, he played pinball. Yeah, it's actually called Stellar Wars. Stellar Wars. Stellar yeah. Wars. And it's sitting right here behind us, you yeah. know, here at We Call Granny's Attic. Now, we would love to hear from our listeners. If you want to send us an email, you can email us, podcast at rhema.org. Rhema spelled R-H-E-M-A, podcast at rhema.org. Or you can like us on Facebook and Instagram. Anyway, once again, we have with us some Bo and Kathy Lowe. They're from Jackpot, Nevada. And I've always called them a cowboy. We found out that they're really buckaroos. And buckaroos. According to, um, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, because when, when we think about cowboys, you know, here, here, here in, in Oklahoma, Texas, we, we think about cowboys. But, but 
We understand cowboys are different than buckaroos. We, we didn't know that because Tony and I are stupid. Um, no. <laughs> but anyway, Bo and, La- and Kathy, we were um, talking about last program how you guys actually sent um, to get some information about our correspondence school at Rama. We sent you an application to go to Rama Bible Training College. And as soon as you guys got that, you know, that you knew, or at least Bo knew, that you guys were supposed to go, although it was, you know, kind of a complete culture change to go from Jackpot, Nevada, (laughs) to to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Now, a lot of people think, well, you know, Oklahoma, they got cows and horses and stuff and open land. That's what we thought. (laughs) It's got to be similar, but but it's not. So, So let's talk about, you know, the process of you guys moving from Nevada to Oklahoma. Now, you were talking about what you're... You guys had it made kind of where you, where you were. I mean, things were really yeah. good for you. And it was, you know, a lot of people say, man, you're in a comfortable place. Why would you want to come and to anything broken anyway, broken arrow, Oklahoma, yeah. <laughs> and, and study the Bible? And it wasn't like that, that you knew a whole lot. You know, you guys both said you, you read right and wrong thinking, but it wasn't like you knew a whole lot about our ministry. No. You, you just, <laughs> just knew that you wanted to study the Word. And in fact, I'm assuming at that time, you didn't realize you might you would be involved in ministry. You just want to learn more about the Bible, correct? Yes. I mean, yes, that's because you know a lot of people when they come to Rama say, "Well, why should I come to Rama?" Because I'm not called to be a minister. At least I don't know if I'm called to be a minister. But man, there's a lot of people who come to Rama just to learn about about the Bible, and then you know once they learn about the Bible, they found out yeah God did call them to be in the ministry. Now, obviously, I know we talked about you had a experience where you felt the glow around about you, but you didn't really know what that is. But yeah. so so you guys applied to come to. <laughs> Um, Chris Mother School, yeah. you got the application, so let, let's start out from there. Yeah, yeah we even reading on that book, it tells you uh, not to leave, or the, when we got the application, not to leave until you are accepted. Yeah, but Get we got to figuring out the days before school started and thought, well, if we wait for them to send a letter, yeah. we don't have time to get there and time to yeah. go to school. So we sent the letter and took off and uh, not even know i knew that we was accepted i was prepared to tell him well you better pray about this <laughs> and uh, so we we came and uh, it was uh, you know we had a four horse trailer and uh, i told kathy and the kids that they they could have the front half of the trailer but if it didn't fit in there it didn't go <laughs> and uh, put a horse and uh, stuff so I could make a living or yeah. something, do something down here. And, and I had a hat horse in the back and uh, uh, came. And uh, in our part of the country, we live, you know, like cow camps. And we had a wall tent. It was uh, 12 by 16. You know, if you ever seen those miners' wall tents, uh, we lived quite a bit in that in different camps and would move it. Uh, and take care of the cattle in different areas and stuff. In our part of the country, you can just pull off the road anywhere, you know, and go, well, the closer we got this way, all the gates were locked and there wasn't <laughs> no anywhere to. And uh, it it sounds so stupid now to even say so, but when I read that uh, deal, it was an 80-acre campus. Uh, 11 miles el- from Tulsa. 11 miles from Tulsa. Outside of Tulsa. Outside of Tulsa. <laughs> sounds remote, doesn't it? And yeah. so... With my thought pattern, I thought 80 acres, you know, that's that's a pretty good chunk. You know, there's there's not enough buildings you could put on 80 acres, you know, and, <laughs> for a school. And that uh, 11 miles out of town, why, 
we're good. We'll just set that wall tent up on the backside of the campus someplace. And, <laughs> you know, and even if I, you know, just uh, trot the horse class and, and uh, let daughter take him home or something. And, <laughs> and uh, boy, I'll tell you what, when we actually pulled through, started going through Tulsa and, and pulled in here, the first thing we'd done was make a circle around campus. And After hours. After, After yeah, hours. it was almost dark, actually, and and uh, uh, probably come about as close to balling as I could because, mm. yeah. you know, we didn't have money to get home. We barely had money to get there here. And uh, I had no idea what we was going to do. We had a horse and a trailer and all of our belongings. And and uh, we had a number for a, a, a buckaroo friend. His son was going to school here, and he gave us his number, and he was here and and Broken Arrow, and we stopped at the Quick Trip right here uh, outside and uh, was calling that number, and uh, Kathy was standing outside the truck, and, and uh, I could see her face change, and, and she said, uh, it's no longer in service. Disconnect. My, my heart just sank. The only contact in this part of the world uh, that we had and the number was wasn't working wow. anymore, and uh, and, and also too, just to, for people of this generation, mm-hmm. you know, this is before a lot of people had cell phones. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. No, I never had a cell phone then. At all. <laughs> yeah, so and, you know, so like I said, you're quick to, you, yeah. you were using a, what we call a payphone. Pay phone, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and so I, I know that doesn't. I mean, for us, it sounds normal, but for people that, I mean, you know. Our kids have had a cell phone all their life. They, they, you know, you would mm-hmm. assume. I mean, maybe yeah. they didn't have one, but their parents had one, or, or whatever. But, mm-hmm. and, and so, and back and then, you know, when you called, I mean, if a lot of times you get someone's answering machine or, or, or whatever. I mean, it was, that was a new thing. You know, for a long time, you just, you just didn't get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but that answer. So you called, and the number is not, you know, not in service, and. Yeah, then, you're, then you're like, what do I do now, Lord? Well, that's that's she's, where the Lord came in. Yeah. <laughs> we stood there and looked at each other and thought. What do we do now? She never even had the phone hung up yet. Yeah, and know. we turn around and look, and there was a pickup pulled in behind us. And a guy got out with a hat similar to what we wear, same style. He walks up to us, and he says, you've got to be Bo and Kathy. And he, we said, yes. And he says, I'm Matt Gardenhire. Matt, I was just on the phone. Your phone's been just, that's oh, the guy wow. I was calling. Yeah. He so was, it was the guy you were calling? Yes. yes. He had been shoeing horses over at the fairgrounds, and he came by and saw our outfit, saw us standing out there with the way we look. And, so, uh, so did he already, he, he, had, he had knowledge you guys were coming to town, he just didn't know um, when or when? I, think, know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm is. sure his he, folks had yeah, said something wanted. we might be calling or something, but he, we stopped, and he said, we we don't have the apartment anymore. We just moved to a place with a little pasture down on the Coweta Highway. Come on, follow me. And we went with him and uh, set our wall tent up and turned our horse out in his pasture. But Wow, praise wow. God. Uh, talk about timing for him coming by right then. Yeah. You know it was God. I, yeah. I don't yeah. Coweta was my connection. I worked with a farmer out there when I came to school out yeah. that way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, well. Yeah. We actually lived in a wall tent out there. In the, wow. in the pasture for like Til three November. months going Til to school. Until the 1st of November. Until the 1st of November cool. going to school. Oh, yeah. We'd have a campfire <clears throat> at night and stuff, and oh. people from school got wind that we were camped out there. 
and they would come to visit and want to sit around our campfire. <laughs> and I'm thinking, why don't you well, invite you? me to your house? There's a novelty there, see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have a real campfire, not, not just a... Yeah. Shauna had her own. We had the wall tent set up, and I cooked and stuff in that, and we, our bed was set up in there. And then Shauna had a... She was only probably 12 or 13 at the time, and she had a range teepee, we call it, at home. It's just... Um, uh, Sort of a, I can't, I guess I can't show everybody what my hands are doing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it looks like a teepee. It's, it's yeah, a small teepee, yeah. little teepee that uh, cowboys use uh, and that when they're out on the range. That's why it's called a range teepee. So we had a tornado warning one night. And, and yeah, it, we have this oh, in Oklahoma. <laughs> and it had sirens are going off and everything. And I'm, I went out to the tent and I hollered and I said, Shauna, do you want to come in here with us? And she says, oh, Mom, go to sleep. <laughs> Shut up and go to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but it was... Uh, I, I do have a tent tornado story, actually. Um, the, the guy I was telling you about, you know, what, this is our podcast. And I'll, I'll just do a shout-out to Robert Sexton. He's one of our one, one of our listeners out there. Um, he grew up in my youth group. And, you know, so one time, um, um, I don't know, I was, me and him, we, we went to, we got invited to go to Grand Lake. And so my, I hauled my, my dad's fish and ski boat to Grand Lake and, we, there was a campground right there, so so we had a just a you know tent you buy at Walmart, put our tent up and, and stuff at this little campground, and lo and behold, tornado <laughs> tornado warning came out. We're like the tent's kind of blowing around, but we, we did a pretty good job of, of, of putting it in there. And we're like we want to go to the lake, and so we um just slept through. We woke up the next morning. We're the only the only tent left at the, the place. So I don't know, you know, just like I said before, we didn't really have cell phones like we have now, and I have no clue if, if the tornado blew through or not, but our tent was Everybody still else was smart enough to leave. Everybody else left. We were the only tent at the camp, campground, but, you know, it was a nice day the next day. We went, went for a boat ride. So, so, so I know a little bit about tornadoes and a tent, you know, the campground. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. We, we survived we, probably st- of stupidity. Probably there was, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a, I guess I could have gotten the car with the, where I had a radio, but uh, I didn't want to walk to the car and get wet. So, <laughs> so we just, yeah. we were not really good campers anyway. So we, we, right. we're not used to living in a wall tent like right. you guys. Yeah. So, you know, so there was a culture shock here. Oh, I mean, you know, quite a culture oh, shock. You know, quite yeah. a bit. Especially and, yeah. when him even coming to class. And mind you, he dropped out of school like, what ninth grade or something like? Tried it twice yeah. and went I up. Tried tenth left grade with some cowboys. Moving cows and, and, and how old were you guys whenever you came? Because you know uh, some, there are some people who come at eighteen. 40s, 40s. Yeah. You guys in your forties? So. Forties, yeah. yeah. I think we were in the forties. Yeah. School, the school of Bible forties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of set in our way. But, but tell yeah. them, Bo. Tell them about. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your first days, or I guess you came to. <clears throat> we we kind of broke a rule. We'll we'll confess okay. here. Uh, you know, when you said about the acceptance papers. Yeah. So the, the next day, when the office was open, Bo thought he's going to go in and check with the office and get go pick up his acceptance, acceptance, acceptance letter. <laughs> <laughs> so tell him what happened yeah. when you did that. Of course, I, I, I just went to see if I was accepted, except they kind of schooled me on the way you're supposed to talk and stuff. <laughs> and faith died. So I told him, okay, though, I, uh I just marched into the office and told him I was Bolo. I come for my acceptance papers. <laughs> the whole the whole place come undone. Ah, he's here. He's here. No. He's here. 
<laughs> Some gal squealed from the back. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they they were expecting him. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was pretty bushy at that time. And I, uh, yeah. Actually, I'd been trimmed up. She made me trim up before I got here, but I was still pretty <laughs> woolly compared to. <laughs> uh, then I think the first thing the that you had to do was go to for the picture day. Yeah, for the picture day, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell them what happened. Oh, gosh. I. Uh, my neck's a big around, and I wear a big shirt anyway, but I, I take the collars off so I don't have all that extra. Yeah. And uh, she took all the collars off my shirts and got them sewed up all nice and, you know, so what we call wild rag or scarf and, you know, lays right and everything and found out I had to wear a, a <laughs> shirt with tie. Collar. And yeah. a tie. Well, I told them I didn't have a tie. <laughs> and, or shirts or a collar collars. to <laughs> Uh, they, he, they wouldn't take my picture until I got one. And so he actually took Phil him, England actually yeah. bought yeah, you a bought shirt. Bought me a, a shirt and then uh, yeah. uh, bought me one of them clip-on ties, but it only come to here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I actually I had somebody else give me a nice black silk tie, and and I tried to tie it and tried to tie it, and, and I finally got somebody to tie it, and and I still got it today, and. Uh, I'd put it on and I'd pull the knot up and yeah. everything would look pretty. So when I take it off, I'd take it off and then I'd pull it up to where the wrinkles was so it, you wouldn't make any wrinkles anywhere else. And it's still tied today. So if I ever need it, I, I could I can put that on. And, uh, and back when you were in school, we had a pretty strict dress code. Oh, back yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. And so it was, We've noticed it's changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys fit in right now. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. I know. I. I tried to suit pants, and that was <laughs> out of the question. But uh, finally found some, like, Levi's. They're kind of a hop sack type thing. Yeah. And I thought, well, they look dress pants, and yeah. I'll, I'll I'll just wear them. And I remember the first time I stepped out of the house, I jumped back in there. I thought I was naked or something. You know, I couldn't believe it. Wind Catching a breeze. Right, yeah. Wind blow right through them. Thing. But, yeah. I know one of the, you know, when, uh, uh, reading I had a problem with and uh, writing and uh, Kathy helped me uh, teaching me through the Bible you know to read a- after I learned I found out I really knew more than I thought I did but Satan had such a deal I know in school the way I got by uh, not reading and stuff was uh, to cause a disturbance or something, uh, kick somebody's chair over or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so that I go to the principal's office and I could take a paddling and run laps on the football field and <laughs> thought, praise God, I won, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I made it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, that's the way I'd, I'd been, you know. Uh, and so we had to go over here to get our packets. You know, we're lined up underneath day. that uh, uh, orientation. And... Uh, I heard some people going through the line, you know, because we was lined up underneath that uh, long deal that had yeah. to cover over it. I don't know what's called. Out there by Rooker down there. Yeah, yeah Mother yeah. Rooker. And uh, people going through the line, they'd ask them, you know, well, what are they doing in there? And they said, oh, it wasn't anything. All you had to do was get into the uh, line by the first letter of your last name. And when I heard that, I kind of panicked. Uh-huh. So I started singing the ABC song, <laughs> trying to, you know, and uh, 
because I could just feel that welling up on the inside yeah, of me, and I yeah. thought, this is going to look good in the paper, you know. Uh, <laughs> preacher goes berserk, you know, on the line. And, Student in those days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just in a panic. And and the more I sang it, the worse it got. Mm. You know, I could put L behind anything. All of a sudden, it just, <laughs> you know, I'd sing A, B, C, D, E, you know, go on. The, and uh, I actually jumped out of line and went back about eight people because I heard uh, a gal that I knew uh, behind me and because uh, I wasn't ready to step through that little that little door. Yeah. And, uh, well, when I uh, stepped through that door, the, the packets right in front had L through uh, something else, and I just went and got my packet and everything yeah. was fine, and I thought this was wonderful. <laughs> but I found out later wow. that uh, Dave Wilson worked on the campus and stuff, and uh, it was two or three days later. I, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I kind of shared that it was probably one of the toughest times of my whole life staying there and not wow. uh, just leaving. Yeah. Just yeah. leaving there, yeah. you know. And uh, he said that they were up way late changing the signs for the very first time in I don't know how many years. Since the school started, they yeah. put L on the outside. They had too many uneven packets. Yeah. And to even them out. And they, they had changed to the, the signs, signs right before I come. And yeah, because, some, like I said, for, for those listening, you know, it would have certain letters of the alphabet, but if you don't know where L fits with those letters, but it turned yeah. out like it said, yeah. L was yeah. the first letter. Yeah. It was on the, on, on the outside. They were dividing and, because uh, of that change in the sign. And uh, it was something that helped me, you know, because – uh, I've thought of that since, of how many people across the country and everything else that sold their homes and everything else to come to school here to change the packets to be uneven so they could put L on there and <laughs> Bo wouldn't take off and not <laughs> what he was supposed to do. Saddle a horse right uh, off it. <laughs> you know, honestly. And, and so, I mean, it was obviously a step of faith just to come to school. Oh, yeah. I mean, a school yeah. of any you know kind, because I'm, I'm assuming, you know, the word test probably doesn't really <laughs> no. doesn't resonate. Really, resonate real yeah. well, you know, yeah. and, and those yeah. kind of things. Um, you know, and you know, so... And, and, and it's a testament that no matter who you are, no, ma- no matter where you've came from, you know, you can come here to Rama and, and, and learn, mm-hmm. and, yes. um, you know, and, and God will help you. I mean, yes. we, yeah. we, I know that we have some of our international students, um, well, um, Spiros, who, who's in Greece, whenever he first came, he, he barely could speak English. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, said, he said, Craig, you, you don't understand my first year how tough it was mm-hmm. just to learn, you know, I, you know, I, you know when you know, he was trying to learn English. Right. You know, because he, you know, he could speak Greek, but you know, when we, we say something was, I mean, English was like Greek to him. You know, yes, like, right. if, if we saw a Greek word, you know, right. only reason yeah. we know what it is because we have a vines or, or something like that. But I mean, he, mm-hmm. he said he struggled, but but you know, to, to see where he is today is just amazing. How right. he said, said God just really taught me, you know, how, how to be able to communicate. Right. And so it's just amazing, you know. And like I said, you know, I I know it was it was a sacrifice for you guys to come here. Oh boy! You know? yeah. But but you know, I I love the and we talked about it was last program when we talked about how you told people to shut up. <laughs> you know, because, because yeah class. yeah because there are some right. some are especially some of our younger students tend to be a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, some sometimes when you're younger you you don't you you don't 
Um, I don't, you don't know enough to value what's... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, Mom you, and Daddy sent them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You don't, yeah they ain't got no skin in the game. Yeah, the, yeah, they're not paying for it. You know, they don't mm-hmm. even know why they're even here, some of them. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're just, well, their parents said they'd pay for it if you go to Raymond. They're like, uh, okay, you know, I'm not saying we have younger students to come. They know they're called to the ministry or, or whatever, but obviously you guys just come to learn about the Bible and, you know, you took it serious. Yes. You know, yeah. and, you know, and it's it was an amazing time, you know, and... I know when you're here, everyone loved you. They still love you, but um, you know, like I said, they, 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 they yeah. you know, you guys are legends here. Yeah, right? that's right. Well, I mean, you know, um, you even talking about you guys on the program. Oh yeah, Bo and Kathy. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, and obviously you didn't come to be legends. So no. you, you, just, you just came to <laughs> learn, yes. learn, learn, learn yeah. the word. You know, and I think it's because you know, even here in Oklahoma, you guys are unique. I mean, you know, it's just like people think that you know, Oklahoma, you know. We have a lot of people who are Native Americans or people call them mm-hmm. Indians. I mean, you know, if you look at them, they have blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, you know, because just because you have Indian heritage doesn't make you. Know, so people come up and look for Indians and they don't really see any, right. you know, Native mm-hmm. Americans like they see on TV yeah. and stuff. And, and so, you know, there's, you know, people. I, I actually know one of my friends who was um, in Colorado on a ski trip, you know, and, and there was a, they had like a hot tub thing, you know, so he was there at the hot tub and he was, he was in high school. And so um, they asked him where he's from. He was from, he goes, I'm, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And and so they're like, well, you know, they don't know anything about Oklahoma. They said, well, so um, you guys ride a horse? He goes, yeah, I ride a horse to school every day, you know. And so and he, he was joking, but they thought it was serious because <laughs> they really, in their own mind, they thought Oklahoma was Yes. All about yes. horses and cattle and, and things like that. And maybe you guys did, too, whenever you showed up. I, I thought it was. Yeah. Not so until we got. Yeah, but, but we you, were just in the wrong But, but you had a chance to, to, to move to Coweta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. That's Coweta, Como, which is a neighboring um, city here yeah. mm-hmm. of Broken Arrow. Yeah. So, so you, you guys were here. Were you just here for two years? Um, yes, two years. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah. so did you have a clue if you're going to, you know, did you know you guys were going to go back? or, or um, no, no, I I was going to, all I come to is to learn the Word of God. Yeah. And I had no intentions of preaching at all, but we'd, uh, <clears throat> I don't know how we found out about it. There's a little town called Prairie Song, and uh, it's a it's a 1800s town replica and everything, and they do a, a thing every year. And uh, so the first year we were here, uh, we was asked, and we set up a buckaroo cow camp uh, with our wall tents and range teepees and displayed our saddles and our gear and stuff like that. And uh, me and our daughter, Shauna, was uh, doing bullwhip demonstrations and stuff, and, and uh, we did that the first year. And so uh, what it was like two days after graduation, we we went right there for because we was already committed to set that up and stuff. Yeah. and. And so uh, Sunday morning, you know, we're sleep, we slept out on the ground. And uh, in Oklahoma, you sleep out away right. from the trees. You know, <laughs> we learned that Not right off. <laughs> and uh, uh, the director of the camp come running by there and said, Bo, I'm so sorry. He said, I've got you down to preach this morning. <laughs> and took off. And didn't even give me time to argue about it or anything. I told him, no, <laughs> I'm not a preacher, you know. And uh, so I I panicked and uh, 
went to truck and I dug out the sermon I had for lab class, yeah. one of them, and uh, started, <laughs> you know, kind of going over that. And, and uh, the little church was called Church in the Wildwood. And every pew was made out of a different kind of wood. Oh, and, that's cool. Uh, it, wow. was, it was packed. Prairie and, song uh, is what, where it was. Uh, actually, people outside the windows and stuff to hear. And uh, that's where I preached my first sermon wow. was at Prairie Song. And the Lord kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because we slept out on the ground, so I just put my hat on. And, uh, our daughter was, what, 14 maybe? And uh, when I took my hat off, my hair was sticking off the other direction. You know, <clears throat> didn't so have any water or comb or something. And she, Dad, you know, she wouldn't even sit with us. And uh, <laughs> so when I got up there, I said, well, if I'd have known everybody was coming, I'd comb my hair. <laughs> and uh, it kind of broke things. Good master. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I know I learned, like in the lab class, you know, the platform was only about a foot high. Yeah. But uh, it was the highest step I ever took in my life. Mm. I mean, I was so scared I thought I was going to wet my pants before I got <laughs> up on it, you know. But uh, once I got behind the uh, the pulpit, everything just kind of yeah. fell together. And uh, over the years, I found if I can just get to the pulpit, <laughs> I'll be okay. Even if I have to sing my ABCs on the way. <laughs> yeah, my ABCs. And... Uh, God has been so good to me. Praise God. And uh, uh, it just gets easier as you go, I guess. Yeah. And, Amen. And uh, so, so let's talk about what you guys are doing yeah, now. So, if, so, so you grad, so you, you were at that camp for a short time. Then did, I guess that's when you went back to Nevada. Is that what? I'm, yes, we we went to <clears throat> Nevada and uh, actually went back to day working and uh, working riding, on ranches and riding yeah. and riding and and uh, around, uh I actually day work, so I, I had Sundays off, and, and uh, I'd travel somewhere and preach on Sunday. And uh, our ministry is called Morning Star Outfitters, yeah. outfitting people for Jesus. There you go. And yeah. uh, do, this, do you guys have a website? I don't. I don't they got a Facebook yeah. site. I can tell yes, you that. I follow. Uh-huh. Morning Star Outfitters. We have a uh-huh. website and now. also <laughs> Facebook Morning Star Outfitters. A lot of people follow us on Morning Star. And uh, I do a scripture and, and pictures every day on on uh, that Facebook yeah. page, and uh, we get a lot of comments and a lot of a lot of response from those. And uh, so, uh, I know the Lord told Kathy that uh, an outfitter takes people to places they've never been and equips them with everything they need to get there. Mm. And uh, our ministry is based on Ephesians four. 17, he's given uh, apostles, pastors, teachers, uh, you know, for the equipping, uh, we say outfitting of the saints oh, for good. the work yeah. of the ministry. Like and uh, so we change that to outfitting instead of equipping the saints. Yeah. And uh, that basically that's uh, what we do. We go to places that don't have church and, uh, and, and not because people don't want to go to church, but when it's an hour an yeah. hour and a half away is the closest place to go to church. You know, time you get chores done, times they do things. It's you can't get there. You know, you can't get to town and go to go to church at ten o'clock. That's so and, far into yeah. most of our culture. And, uh, you got cows so, to feed in the winter. And yeah, cows uh, calving. Uh, so we try to take uh, church to them. The word of God, and rent. Uh, you know, like the Grange Hall or or something, or 
uh, set up a tent if we have to, and, and bring the word to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lord told us, you know, you get enough word in them and enough hunger in them, then they'll they'll drive that hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and a lot of them do. And uh, uh, we went for I don't know how many years, twenty some years, to a little town called Jarbage, Nevada, that doesn't even have paved roads to it. Uh, it takes what an hour, almost an hour and a half to get there on on dirt roads, and it's not because it's that far. It's just the roads yeah. are so bad you have to. Yeah. And uh, but it's a 1800s town, and people live there, and we brought the word of God. Wow. To them and uh, at rodeos, ranch and rodeos, and things, we set up our equipment and, and the music and do the word. At, the, at those rodeos and t- take, you know, cowboys like to play on Sundays, so uh, we thought, well, we'd just have a church service here before, the, and uh, uh, it's starting to, we used to have to kick and fight and claw to get a spot to, to do a church service at those, and now they they uh, call us, and they want us to The gifts made room do, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do church services at those events and stuff and anywhere cowboys gather you know and uh, that's what we've been about and uh, I know there's been a, a big change in our ministry and uh, uh, not riding much so not not with the, the buckaroos and, and things still the culture in the area and stuff everybody knows us and stuff but uh Lord's really been dealing with us, and uh, we've sold some of our cows and shares and stuff, and we bought an RV trailer and truck, and we're we're fixing to travel more and uh, uh, just take the word, you know, equip the uh, people for mm-hmm. the work of the ministry. I, I I think the United States is the, the biggest mission field in the world. Yeah, still is, and uh, <clears throat> people don't take it seriously, and uh, I. You know, if I, go, but I believe that we're on the verge of the greatest awakening or, or revival yes, the sir, world has ever known. Amen. And uh, I'm going to be right in the middle of it. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, praise God. And uh, I mean, with the uh, guidance of the Holy Spirit and the, and the gifts of the Spirit and, and take those to places that uh, don't have the conferences and don't have all the things, you know, fill up and, and take it take it to them. Amen. And... Uh, where they can see the real things. We've had some often awesome moves of the spirit, just the spirit in a rodeo arena, in in the grandstands, and uh, God show up and, and have people that have never, never been to, you know, any church or anything like that mm-hmm. leave and say, "This is a real thing." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, people are hungry for something real. Yeah, and authentic. Something that, uh, and. Uh, that's what we're about. You guys are a profound example of one of the things I always tell the students, that um, from the moment you say yes, you know, to the call, uh, God has a way of make, taking everything from your background, and all of a sudden it's you see it through a new lens. It's been formative for the call because yeah. the way he built you, the life that you come from. And uh, one of the things we talk about, I've talked about it on here before, Eugene Peterson used to say um, that um, the pastoral vocation is the most context-specific of, of anything you could do. And that's true, yeah. you know, because uh, you're built for what, 
for the area, the people that God's called you to. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe some of our listeners out there are thinking, well, you know, who would who would I minister to? I'm such and such a type of person from such and such a type of place. No, no, God's God's built you for what He's called you to do. Yeah. If you just say yes, I know it. Uh, I kept telling the Lord it'd been easier if you just sent me to Africa than sent me home. (laughs) When you have to go back to the same place that you danced on the tables and, you know, hoot and hollered at the top of your lungs and stuff and go back there and tell them that uh, you're a man of God now and you don't (laughs) Don't do those things. Yeah, I don't do those things no more, you know. Or go with girls that do. uh, But, you know, God's... uh, Bless me. You know, one of the things I learned at school that, you know, if they don't understand the word, that Satan comes immediately to steal, to steal it and, yeah. and try to do il- illustrations and things to, to make that word understanding. I've been to, uh, I've preached a sermon at a church and, and come back four years later and have half the congregation can preach that same sermon back yeah. to me. Uh, that illustration drove years. it home, kept uh, it branded. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, just God is awesome. Amen. I guess that's all you can say. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, can use me. He can use anybody. <laughs> uh, and, and the thing about it, like I said, you know, obviously, you guys can relate to these people that are on these ranches and you know and deals, and you you know you can relate to their life and they can relate to you. And I mean, um, you know, I have a similar situation. My my dad and myself um, at the racetrack. Um, you know, yeah, um, exactly. I mean, yeah. all my life. We've been going to auto races. I mean, my dad's always you know, drug me to races. I mean, I race. My dad's race. My my grand, my son's race racing. And and um, you know, the thing about it is, when we go there, everyone at the racetrack calls my dad pastor. Yep. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Doesn't matter yeah. where they're from. I mean, we got people from all over. You know, you know, they call him Pastor Pastor Hagen. And mm-hmm. and the the amount of times we've been able to, you know, to. I don't want to say counsel. We say spiritual guidance. Give spiritual guidance to people. I mean, yeah. I, I I've preached. You know. You know, the, my my dad died. I, I don't have a pastor. Can you preach? Can you do their funeral? My mom died. I mean, yeah. I've done funerals. I've done. We've done weddings. You yeah. know. You know, because, I mean, yeah. we're, we're their pastor. Right. Yeah. You know. You know, they might not go to. But you know, the interesting part about it is what we've noticed. Um, now you know because we do broadcast our church online, especially whenever we started going on Facebook. Well, these people are on Facebook, and I don't know how many times you know. Um, I monitor our Facebook a lot, and I can see that so they're watching, you know. And I'm like, yeah. some of these people watching. I'm like, in my own mind, I'm like, yeah, wow. <laughs> I went, wow. They, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they'd yeah. ever knock on the door yeah. of a church. Maybe right. they would never, but yeah. but you know they're what? But Facebook. but they respect us for, from who we are and and what we do. And, and it's the same way with you guys. Yeah. You know, you know, there's it, different ones. People can relate to who you are and what you're doing, and you understand. I mean, obviously. You know, I'm sure the culture you guys have is probably a little rough. I mean, at the racetracks, I mean, you know, these people like to party hard, and you know, and you yeah. know, they don't talk the way we talk in church. Yes. I mean, you know, and you know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, uh, the other day I kind of had a culture shock because you know when I'm the season just started and I hung around a guy I hadn't hung around in a long time, and this guy can't say three sentences without you know eight cuss mm-hmm. words. I mean, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, and so. At first, I'm I'm almost like judging him when I'm, but I'm like you know, and this is all he knows. I mean, you know, he's a good guy. You just, you know, you know, and if you would ask him, he'd say he loves God. You know, you know, that's you know, it's the yeah the the way he grew up. And you know, and I'm not I'm not here to to pound it in the sand that you know you 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 know, but just there to love him. And um, you know, that's the same with you guys. And you know, the the great thing about it is is you 
these people, like I said, you guys would drive two and a half hours to church sometimes. You know, not everyone's willing to do that, you know, but, yeah. but when you bring services to them, then later on, sometimes you know, people might hear you're, you're within a, an hour or two, they yeah. might come to, right. to hear you guys and, you know, because you, you're doing a wonderful work. So you said, yeah. so once again, Morningstar Outfitters is dot com. Yes. Um, uh, dot org. Dot org. Uh, dot, mm-hmm. dot org or find you on Facebook. So mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like probably update Facebook. Yes. Type. Um, yeah. um, we, we haven't got a, we need to help with our Facebook page where yeah. we can update it and do things. No, that, you're talking about the other day. No, you mean, you mean, but, you mean uh, the website. website. Yeah. So, the website, yeah, so yeah, maybe some of our listeners out there to. might want to help them out with their website. <laughs> oh, you know, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I know, is there a place on your website to, to donate? I mean, that's yes. something else. Oh, yes, there is. Yes, so, sure so is. you can do that as well. And so, so maybe you want to donate to help them find someone to help them with <laughs> their website. <laughs> so, you know, oh, it, yeah. but I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 we have I'm, had, we have had a little help. Yeah. Yes, we we have. And, so, help and, and now, don't offer to help if you don't know how to help. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can just donate. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because because I'm not going to help you out on your website because no. I'm not good at that. Yeah, but, but, um, yeah I won't offer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and anybody wants to follow us on Facebook and stuff, we do put it uh, on the ministry page. Yeah, I'll keep up with you. Yeah. Morningstar Outfitters Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, on Facebook. And so, once again, we're coming close to the end of the month here. On May 1st, we call it International Rama Day, and uh, we like to say that uh, when you give uh, to Rama Bible Training College on that day, your gift reaches around the world. But uh, that doesn't happen in some kind of abstract way. It happens through those we train and send, just like Bo and Kathy. And so uh, May 1st is an opportunity to invest in people. And so we invite you to go to rama.org slash IRD, given options and a lot of information there video you can watch to help train people just like Bo and Kathy. You may you may help train a legend. Who knows? <laughs> and then you might be listening out there and is you know maybe you're considering Rhema Bible Training College or or maybe you have, you know, kids or grandkids or, or, or relatives or friends or whatever that said, you know what, that might be something that they, they need to go. Whether you want to learn more about the Bible or you actually feel called to the ministry. Like I said, you know, Bo didn't necessarily feel called to the ministry. The ministry found found him. I mean yeah. you know, you know you know, like I said, he, he right after graduation, he had his, his first opportunity to preach a real sermon. Cause, but thank God that he had lab class. Because, yes. yeah, so, praise God. so if it wasn't for lab class, he might not have had a sermon to preach. But, <laughs> but you know, and, you know we, we actually talked about it. He was They're a little nervous about coming and doing a podcast. It's like, you know, I don't mind standing behind a pulpit, but a podcast, that's something different for me. But, you know, they've done a, they've a, done amazing. amazing job. Yeah. And if, if you might want to come to Raymond Bible Training College, if you just go to rbtc.org and you give us your information, your your name, your email address, and your phone number. We'll immediately send you what we call an e-packet, all information about Rama, and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, what it is, uh, what you do here. Also, there's plenty of things online you can see as well, and if you feel called, you can actually apply right there, rbtc.org. Well, Bo and Kathy, it's wonderful to have you on the program, thank and we're, we're, we're glad you said yes. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell you a little, you guys were a little bit nervous or shy about it, but you know what? I, I just think it's interesting for, for our listeners to know that we have Rhema graduates and had Rhema students have come from all different walks of life. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean you fo- had to follow this ministry for 50 years to come to Rhema. Or, I mean, a lot of people come. Um, in fact, I, one, of, one of our graduates now, he said, Sir Craig, I just want to be honest. Um, you know, when I came to Rhema, somebody asked me if I was going to John Hagee School, and I said yes. I, I had, I had, no, I actually thought it was John Hagee because someone said, you know, I think that might be John Hagee School. He goes, it, 
I found out it was Hagen once I got here. I mean, you know, so you know, they knew nothing about about you know, they they just you know, the the Lord had instructed them to come to Bible college and and to see where they're at now. So wonderful time. And once again, Morningstar Outfitters um, on Facebook, and then yes. Morning Far, MorningstarOutfitters dot org on. You know, you help them with their website as well. Um, and, you know, you can stay in touch and find out what all they're doing. And it's so wonderful to have you in the program. Amen. Amen. Well, here at Rainbow, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing to the world. You guys have a wonderful day. We'll talk